Hey listeners, quick question. Are you tired of overpaying for your mobile plan? I've got the answer. Ting Mobile. Ting Mobile is all about flexibility and savings. You only pay for what you use, no crazy fees or overages. It's perfect for those who want control over their phone bill without sacrificing quality. Say goodbye to bloated phone bills. Go to stigmasandopenwounds.com slash ting. Ting Mobile. Mobile that makes sense. Hey everyone, welcome back to a new Stigmas and Open Wounds. I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. All right, so we're back from a long break. Not that you guys would know that. So hopefully this goes well. Hopefully we we remember what to do. So today's episode, I I did originally say that it would more than likely be uh, part one for Neurodivergent, unless I decided to put something else in. And guess what? Because I'm the host... I decided to put something else in. And the reason I did that is because it was kind of topical, very topical, actually. And the topic today is actually going to be, how long do you let yourself be depressed when you're depressed? So So how long do you let yourself be depressed, Tracy? (laughs) Well, I don't think there's an actual definitive answer, but we're going to talk about some little tips, tricks, and keys as to how you can read your body and figure out how you can kind of know when when you should maybe start doing something about about your depression and uh and figure figure that out okay so obviously once it starts affecting your your work your whatever you're doing in your life yeah that's that becomes an issue and obviously depression it it does affect your life anyway. Uh, but but sometimes you just have to give yourself a day, a two week, whatever. And uh, the, the thing is, is that you can't just tell yourself to get over it. No matter what anybody says, no matter what those, those uh, people that, that have never been sad, you know, quote unquote, there are so many people out there who said, I don't get sad and all that, which man, I, I don't know if they really don't get sad or if they or if they're just always putting on that happy face and faking it. Um, but but there's so many people out there who just say say well, well just don't be sad. And and sometimes that that just doesn't work. No matter how hard you try, you can't just get out of it. And you know what? That's okay. It doesn't feel okay at the time, but that's okay. Sometimes you just need to give yourself time. And, and really the, the question is, is how much time do you give yourself, right? Especially if there's people who, who might be counting on yourself, uh, who might be counting on you. So, um, I, I can't tell if you if you want to say something or not. You're no, looking. no. Okay. I'm- uh, so, so really, I, I think the main step first is you have to look at it and say, is there a reason why I'm depressed? Or am I just depressed because maybe it's the time of the year? Or maybe it's the time of my cycle, whether it be a female cycle or whether it be my bipolar cycle or something like that. Okay, now I have something to say. Okay. When you are depressed, can you ever really pin it down to anything? Sometimes, yes. Because in my experience with 
now granted, I don't get bad depression, but I am human and every human gets depressed. Hey, and, man, some people say they don't. And <laughs> no. I can't really, I could, I don't think I, most of the times I could really pin it down to any one thing. And it's like, even if I think, well, like, I think this thing triggered it. Right. It's not like at this point, I'm not depressed about that thing anymore. Right. I'm over that thing, but I'm just still depressed. Right. So. Right. Well, and sometimes, sometimes you can pin it to something and you can't, you still can't get out of it. It's like, okay, well, this caused it. However, now it isn't about that anymore. And then, you know, it's, it's greater, right? So maybe, maybe you were heading into a depression and that thing set it off. So maybe it started out about that thing. Right. Or, or maybe, maybe, maybe it actually had nothing to do with that thing. Maybe that thing was, was just exacerbated by the depression that was already coming, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Or maybe there, there legitimately is something that set you off into a depression and there's something that you can take steps to get yourself out of that because of like, oh, okay, this person died. Well, obviously you can't really, there's, there's nothing you can do. You can just be sad about that for a little while. Or, or there's, there's, there's a few things that you can do, but, but really sometimes it's like, okay, you know what? I got depressed because I lost my job. Okay. That, that's an understandable, clear cut reason why you're depressed. Now you can kind of take steps and say, how long do I want to be sad about this? Can I be sad for a few days and then go look for a new job? Or how do you want to approach that? Now that there's other things. Can I ask another question? Yes. Okay. Why would you want to embrace sadness? With losing a job? Well, with anything. Some people. Because if I get depressed, I want to get over my depression as quickly as possible. I don't sit and reflect on how long should I be depressed about this for? Because you know what? Sometimes when you're sometimes when you are so deep down, it's really hard to get out, and you just need to take a day for yourself. Honestly, and well, I see that. Okay, I I get that argument, but and well, and I can't fully get that argument because I don't think I ever get to the pr- point of depression where I really need to take a day off, but. Wouldn't you still want to embrace some small thing that you can do to start right. bringing yourself out of that depression? Completely, like, completely. Like, if you know that sitting down in front of the TV and eating chips all day is not going to do anything to get you out of your depression, why would you do that? Because you know what? Every so often, you just need a day to yourself. And I know that makes no sense, but sometimes you're so depressed that you are, you have no energy. Like this past week, I was really depressed and I had no energy. But on the flip side, I also had, didn't really know why I was depressed. The only thing that I could come up with was because we had just come back from vacation. And sometimes I'm able to, to, to hold on to the happiness that I felt on vacation. But then there's other times where you come back and it's about 20 degrees cooler at least. And then I've got this migraine that goes on for a week and I can't do anything. So I've basically identified what is making me depressed. Not fully, but a good portion of what's making me depressed. And I can't do much about it. And I'm just, I'm just kind of bad about it. Right. And I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. 
and that's just kind of where I'm I'm stuck and I'm like, okay, well I've gotta I, I can't really do anything. I'm just gonna take a day, see if it if I just take a day to myself, enjoy a few things, if I'll feel a little bit better. And then and then what you How can, often does that work? Not very rarely. Okay. You're right. You're right. So can I ask a question then? Is yeah. that is that an effective way to fight depression? <laughs> no. <laughs> but see, but you know what though? I think every so often, every so often, a, a day where you just kind of wallow does help. But you can't take too many. The th- I guess the th- the thing is though is sometimes your body does tell you when it's time. You do have to be proactive in the meantime, though. You have to you have to say, okay, if I've been sad for this many days, like after after so many days, I was like, this isn't getting better. I need to do some things that make me happy. I need to. We ordered out dinner one day, one night. That didn't help. It was mediocre anyway, and it was probably mediocre because I was depressed, honestly, and that didn't help. And and then I think. I think it was two days later that I finally started to feel better. And I don't know if it's because my my body is shifting, like my my bipolar shifting, or if it's finally that my body was like, I've had enough of this. So sometimes your body tells you when it's time to get over it too. But I think the thing is, is that I kept going over in my head the different tips and tricks and things that we do to get over the depression. I was like, oh, well, I could do this. No, I can't. Like, I was like, oh, I could read. No, I couldn't because of my migraine. Oh, well, I could do this. And then it was like, well, I don't want to do this. Like, I was so down in my depression that some of the things that I wanted to do that I would normally do to get myself out of the depression, like maybe treat myself with something. And I could have treated myself with a hot chocolate or or something else, like a cookie. Some of the things that I would have normally done it just that just didn't even sound good sound happy so it was just where i was so deep down where just nothing sounded even enticing to me so i think i think the thing is is that sometimes you you can try things and they just they they're just not the thing you're just so deep down that where they're just not what you what is even going to help so I'm not even saying don't take action because eventually you need to take action, especially if it's if it's going on for too long. And but I was I was just at a point where it was just it, it, it nothing was was working. So if you can for anybody that is listening to this podcast, you might be able to tell that we have a me and Tracy have a fundamental like disagreement with the way to handles stress and depression. Mm, yeah. And part of that uh, that fundamental disagreement probably comes from the fact that that my depression is not nearly as significant as your depression, but I don't uh, I'm waiting for an for the reason why okay, I get it. You got to take a day off here and there or whatever. Right. But, but why would you why would you not immediately try to fight depression as soon as it comes on? Well, and I'm not saying not and like you said, some of the things you do to get over depression is like like reading. But sometimes you're you're depressed that you can't read. Well, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I get it. Like like you're probably not going to enjoy reading 
at that point in time, but I still right. feel like the act of reading, even though you're not going to enjoy right. it at that moment, it's going to expedite you get getting out of the depression. Right. Well, and I guess in, in in this past week, the reason I didn't was because I had a migraine, even though, my God, I wanted to so bad. But yeah, you should try to expedite it. It's just that sometimes the reason why I give myself a moment, whether it's half a day a day, is because sometimes you need to feel your body out too. If you try to rush through all of the things that you're feeling, then you might try to rush into your next thing, your next thing, your next thing. I'm not saying that that you need to feel depressed for an entire week like I did because that sucked. Like I, Once I started feeling better, I didn't realize – I finally started to realize how depressed I was. But you – you need to understand what you're feeling before you can even start to turn around sometimes. Like, yeah, okay, I'm sad. Why am I sad? How am I sad? And and then you can really start to to figure out your attack route. Does does that kind of make sense? In a way, but again, I mean, I guess I think I would have fundamental things. Like for instance, if you know that generally reading a book brings you out of your depression. Right. You shouldn't, in my my eyes, you should not say, oh, I can't read because I'm too depressed. No, and I, I, would and I just don't say that. I would reduce the amount I read totally. in a given time because that's going to assist in bringing you out of your depression. Oh, now, maybe you can't sit and read for eight hours in a row. I can. <laughs> but there, Well, no, but I mean, when you're depressed, like- how often did you read while you were depressed last week? I couldn't because I had a migraine, and that was actually what was causing me to be even more depressed and more. Mo- so, so if if I had been able to read, I probably would have gotten out of my depression in half the time. Okay. In in all honesty, so so yeah, I I would have I would have actually taken that as one of my actions to to make me happier. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't me being stubborn and not reading. That was that was me actually. That was what was making me even more depressed because I couldn't do one of my one of my happy activities and all that stuff. So I had I had very few activities that I could actually do last week. So that was that was kind of a a bummer. You know, I could I could basically watch TV and sleep and snuggle with the cats. So so I'm not saying that everybody has to be as lazy as I was last week while identifying your your happiness and why you're depressed and all that. But where I'm getting at is that, you know, you do need to identify why you're depressed and then kind of take a few steps as you're identifying that. You know, don't don't take too long before you start taking steps to make yourself happy, you know. Yeah, maybe I maybe I gave in a little bit too soon to the depression. But you do have to you do have to then take in some steps and say, "Okay, so is there a reason I'm depressed?" Maybe, maybe not. So if there's a reason, maybe you need to look at is there is this reason something that I can fix? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Okay, so maybe it's not something I can fix. Well, then what can I do? to get around it or, or whatever. And then just what can I do to generally make me happy? And then and then really the other thing is if this starts to go on and, and affect your life 
in such a way too? Is this something that you need to start looking at? Do I need to go to the, do- the doctor to to adjust something too? Yeah, this, this wasn't something that obviously went on too long where I needed to to think about seeing the doctor or anything like that. I go see my neurologist soon and all that. You know, I'm thinking about, I've got all that in the back of my head thinking, okay, you know, but, uh, but yeah, that, that's when I, when it really, when it, what, what you really have to think about is, okay, how long has this been going on? When's the last time that I got my meds checked or am I on meds? And is this affecting my life to, to a point where, where, yeah, maybe I need to either go on meds or get, get my meds checked. And again, this isn't me preaching meds or, or anything like that. But how long have you been been depressed and not being able to get out of it either? So, you know, and I'm not jumping to that to that route. Just uh, obviously give yourself some time to get out of it too, because you you have time, <laughs> you know, you know, finally, after about a week, I, I hopped out of it. But and pay attention to what brought you out of it because exactly <clears throat> try to replicate that the next time you get depressed, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, and and mine, mine, it just so happened. I think my body was just ready. I don't know if if it was just if if it was just time for my body to switch into to go more manic mode or or mixed mode or whatever. But but yeah, I think it's it's and and I think too our our weather's starting to warm up and there's just a lot of things. So sometimes. Sometimes you're just going to be depressed because you're depressed. And sometimes you're just you, and that's why and that's why too I think for me sometimes I just have to write it out where Eric is just like, "Nope, man, I got to go." Because I'm sort of more used to knowing that, yeah, I'm just in a depressed mode and I can try to get out of it. I didn't understand that. You said that you need to write it out so Eric understands it. Oh, what does oh, that mean? <clears throat> no. I don't know if, that, if that's how I said it, um, but no, we'll see. That's where, so sometimes when my bipolar switches to depressed, sometimes it just has to ride. It just has to go. It won't, um, it just won't go away no matter what I try. Whereas when you get depressed, there might be an underlying reason. There might not be, but it might only last for a short time. But with my bipolar, sometimes it just, it just likes to sit there for a little while and say, hey, I'm here. Right. And, and I guess what the biggest thing though that I see from in, and this is because there's a whole lot of clinical more variables to this, mm-hmm. but the biggest difference between I, I see from my depression to your depression is when I see you get depressed, a lot of times you wallow in your depression. You, you allow it to, to, to take you and, and, you know, you're, you're not able to do anything because of the depression. And stuff like that. Whereas whenever I get depressed, I just try to bowl through it. And I think I that's part, that's not the entire reason, but I think that's a driving force of why I come out of my depressions faster than you. Now, there's a whole lot more variables yeah. to it than that. But I think that that is one thing that when I look at, when I compare me to you, I feel like I do a better job than you do. Because, you know, like... Simple things like go get up, get depressed sometime, get up and take a walk around the block. And yeah. you'll find out that you'll feel, I always feel a lot better after I do that. But yeah. but then I tell, if I say to you to try and do that, um, you'll say, I can't do that. I'm too depressed. And it's like, 
Yeah, well, maybe, maybe I don't understand how depressed you are. I've never been there, but, but to me, it's like, no, you're depressed and you're, you're embracing that depression and saying, I can't go for a walk. Whereas if you just forced yourself to go for a walk, you would find out that you're not, your body's not going to fall apart walking around the block and it probably will make you feel considerably better. Yeah, and there there are sometimes when I get too deep in my depression that I will get stubborn and I I won't I won't let myself do stuff. But then there are stuff. There are times when I get in a in a lighter depression when I'm absolutely more willing to push through it. Like when we were in Florida, I missed one of my mornings of pills and I could feel myself going depressed. And I was pushing so hard not to because I I'm like I'm not going to let this ruin my my Florida trip no way. But and I do think that was actually probably slightly the start of of where this depression came from. It was just like, okay, well now that we're home in the colder weather, now it's just we we can let this depression come. And and it wasn't that I let my depression come. It was just that everything just piled on top. So yeah, I I think I think you're right that sometimes I just almost allow myself to too often to to be depressed whereas i do have to be my own advocate and say you know what you're right i do need to get out for a walk and um and you know it's it's not i'm not saying like a walk is the end of right but 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 you have to find you know like like you said when you're depressed you read yeah but when you're depressed and you have a migraine i can't obviously you, uh, you can't so i mean my go-to right there is is that okay? Maybe you can't read when you have a migraine, but can you listen to a podcast? Can you? Right. Can you? I mean, there's millions of things that you can do that I think would be. I mean, we have a little exercise bike downstairs. Go down, listen to a podcast, and just bike really slow on that exercise. Yeah, that's bike. true. I was, and, I was like, I was like, no, no, man, and, I can't. But you're right. If I bike slow, that that would work. You know, and 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 I do think that that. While in in my situation, I cannot truly fully understand what it's like to to be your depressed, but but I do think that while you might not because you're more depressed than me, you might not get as as over that depression doing the things that I do. But right. I do see but that I help. do things that you do not do because you say you can't do them, right? Whereas I think that even those little simple things that I do, if you did them, you would get over your depression. mm -hmm. And in time, maybe you have to do that stuff more excessively than I do to get over your depression. But if I did it little by little each day. And 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 the more you do it, the mm -hmm. more you're going to become used to doing it when you're depressed. Where pretty soon you could achieve the conceivable notion of, hey, I'm depressed. I'm just going to go for a five-mile run you know which (laughs) granted is down the road but i think that that could happen i don't run babe (laughs) but that's cute but you know but whatever i know like a bike ride yeah but whatever it may be you know right now it's really hard for you to get on Get right. go and do that thing when you're depressed, but over time, as you do it more and more, right. it's just going to become easier and easier and easier because that's the way our brains work, right? And and our body and just it, everything. Yeah. And 
And I think you could take a huge step into improving your depression. Right. Just by right now, I think you spend a lot more time embracing it and just trying to to allow it to run its course. Yeah. Whereas I think it would be beneficial for you to do a little more kickback at it and try to push it away. Yeah, really. And it's kind of weird that I don't because I am kind of a a bitchy fighter. So it's it's just but but I think I think that's where last year I got so much better at at um you know doing the research and saying, Hey, I'm gonna be I know more about this and I'm better at this and but really I guess when it gets down to the depression, I'm I'm just like, Well, you know, this is just how it's always been. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's just sort of one of those things. And there's there's things that I'm you know, I don't I don't necessarily just cry and go into the room anymore, but I I did take some really great naps last week. But and you know, even that's not a bad one because no. if if you take a nap and it brings you out of your depression a little bit, which sometimes by it all does. means my 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 encouragement to you is if you're depressed and and going and taking a three hour nap makes that depression go away. Yeah. That's not an option for everybody, but you have that option. Right. So embrace that. Right. Oh, you totally. know, it doesn't have to be going for a bike ride or something, but that's my main thing is is that. Some of these things that might help you with your depression, everything is uncomfortable when you're depressed. Right. Like, like there is nothing you want to do when you're depressed. Mm-hmm. At least that's the way I am. But if you just force yourself to do some things, and it might even be miserable while you're doing it, like you might absolutely, even if you go down and do five minutes on that bike when you're depressed, you might just be miserable. Yeah, that's but usually how still, working out when I'm but it's still it's still gonna it's still gonna get me those like endorphins or serotonin or whatever i can't remember which one you get when you work out but yeah it still gives you what you're supposed to have and you know you do five minutes here five minutes there and you know and and yeah exactly you go down there for five minutes you come back upstairs you do what you were doing and then Mm -hmm. and then if you start feeling you know like like while the depression is just coming back again go down there for another five minutes and that is true i bet you do that for two hours in a row you're gonna get through that two hours and you're gonna be like wow i feel a lot better already that is that at least that works for me but but then again we don't know how it's gonna work because i would assume even my worst depression it's probably mild for you. Yeah. Well, and I think it dep- depends on what kind of depression I get too. Like, cause th- this, this depression, it was, it was really interesting when I was in it. I knew it wasn't good, but then when I started coming out, I was like, Oh wow. Is this what bright colors look like? I, I did not even realize how bad I was until I got out of it. So I think sometimes you're going to have some of those where no matter what you try, it's not going to work and you just have to kind of wait it out. And and if you just keep... Well, it's, it's well, going to work. Or, or you're going to wait it, it, you're going to try it, things it, and you're just going to... And it, it's just like, wow, that didn't work either. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna improve your state. Right. But there probably is times where, like, this is how I would explain it is like, you're so used to dealing with depression mm-hmm. that like probably my really depressed state... Is just like a well, like, like oh I'm really? 
<laughs> it's not a very good day, you know, I'm kind of depressed because you're just used to that right. state, whereas I'm not used to that state. So when you're depressed, man, you're probably like, I, I'm I'm way up higher than you are at my most depressed state right. be, just because. But either way, no matter how depressed you are, if you are taking those little steps of things that yeah. you know make you feel it better, can't, it can't it's going to raise you up that scale. It's yeah. just going to take you longer to takes, get, yeah. get up that scale because you're so much further yeah. down in on that scale. Yeah. I mean, little steps are, are little steps. So every step helps no matter what. I mean, it, it may not seem to be doing anything at, but, but then finally, finally it, you get to a point. And honestly, what, what actually did help me finally get out of this one. And I don't know if it was writing this episode or if I wrote this episode because I was getting out of this depression. But all of a sudden, I was like, you know, this could be an episode. And I started furiously writing down and planning this episode. And then I was like, I think I'm feeling better. So it might be the most random thing that all of a sudden gets you out of this, your mode. But I don't know. It was just suddenly I was like, this could help somebody. Maybe, you know, like, how long is it too long to be depressed? And then I'm like, you know, I don't even know if we've talked about how I know we've talked about depression and how to maybe handle depression, but we've never really talked about how long it is too long to be depressed. And, you know, and I don't think there's a real definite number for how long is too long. You know, you go to the doctor and they say in the past two weeks, have you felt, which mm -hmm. I've got that coming up, <laughs> and, you know, and, and it's funny, but so I guess technically, if you if you want to put a number on it, we can say two weeks, guys. <laughs> but but don't quote me on that. But really, I mean, yeah, if you're feeling it, if my my main thing is if it's affecting your personal and and work life. So yeah, technically this week you could say it was affecting my personal life, but not really. I mean, yeah, I felt like I felt like oh man, Eric probably uh is I'm probably annoying Eric, but really. He's been through this and, you know, we just, we just did what we did and we got through it. And, uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't a big thing. Now, had I been with somebody else? Yeah, they might have been even more annoyed and wanted me to get out of, out of my depression. Um, luckily, I don't, it wasn't affecting much more for me other than, <laughs> other than me being super frustrated with everything. But, uh, but now had somebody else had a, had I had a normal nine to five job, I honestly don't know how that would have worked. So if you want, if you want my opinion, I think because you would have been forced to do certain things because you had to go to, would have had to go into work, mm -hmm. you probably would have came out of that depression a lot faster. Believe it or not. I don't know. It's I would so be very interested to see that. It's a it's a tough thing to say just it, because it all depends on what kind of job it was. Right. Like it if it depend. was if it was a nine to five like soul sucking kind of cubicle type job, I think I would have yeah, stayed in it more. It would have a huge part to do with whether you liked your job or not. Because right. because if you hate your job, you're gonna go to work and even if you're wake up in the best freaking mood in the mor morning, right? You're gonna you're just gonna your mood is going to drop significantly by going to a job you hate. Right. But, but then if it's an artistic job, maybe I would have loved it. But if I couldn't be artistic. So it, it's it's a very weird 
weird thing. Like, what I, I don't know. Well, and it doesn't even have to be like that you're artistic, but as long as it was a job that you probably were content with, yeah, it would have pushed your mind off the depression. It would have put your mind on other things. Yeah. And I think your depression would have subsided faster. Thinking about it now, on Friday, I put out, I, I did something um, for our websites, uh, f- like the a really cool thing. I was with the headliner app. Okay. So and, you made a video? Yeah, I made a video. And that that made me kind of a little bit happy. It was, See, like, and it was like the simplest thing. And I thought, oh, this is a fun app to work out, to, to work with. I like this. So I think little things like that. I was like, oh, I like being artistic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Had I not sat on my ass all week. Well, but, and that, that's what, where I think, like, in, but it's, your, your but homework see, assignment. But it's, it's kind of hard when I when you have a migraine, though, too. So it's it's like, for me, it goes hand in hand. But I but, also think that sometimes I just have to try to, you know, maybe ice my head and then go do something for But I'm going But I'm going to be brutally, brutally honest with you. I, I get why it's hard when you have a migraine. Yeah. But... but but, All you have to do is reading is your solution when you don't have a migraine. There's something you can be doing that will make will pick your spirits up at least a little bit when you do have a migraine. Right. And, well, and, and whether I can it do- be podcasts, listening to podcasts, or whatever that thing is, you just need to figure out what that thing is. Right. Rather than saying- Or do 15 minutes of work and then- because I promise you that the there the only thing in the world that li- lifts up your spirits is not reading a book. Oh, so no, there is I something know. that you can do while you have a migraine, I and know. you just have to figure out and decide what that thing is. Yeah, and it's just it's just very hard to be able to to basically have to cut your your um, activities down to such minimal. So. I think that's, that's totally true, but but in a way, everybody has to do that to an certain oh, extent. You know, like yeah. like we all have limitations. Yeah. So there is just some things that that some of us just can't do or have mm-hmm. to do at a slower pace or or whatever. Easily, and this easily, is yeah. just your version of that. Yeah. You know, and maybe it's more brutal and more more painful than my version of it, but it's all just the same thing. Yeah. Cuz in the end like all of our brains kind of work in the same way. It's just you have bigger struggles with certain things than I do with oh, totally. certain things and vice versa. Totally. You know. So well, I got my ass kicked by Eric today, so. Uh. <laughs> well, when you, so so I'm gonna no, put this out. I'm gonna no, put this it's, out there. It's true. I like I like when you said the to- topic. So we were eating breakfast this morning, and you when you said this is the topic, I'm like, that's not gonna go over well because like we don't we aren't on the same page on this topic. So, and. That's okay. We have a we have a topic in a couple of weeks that we're also not necessarily on the same page on. So, do you want to drop a hint at what that topic is? Because I honestly don't know. You probably told me, but I don't remember at this point in time. I I don't know if I did tell you. It's boundaries, and hmm. I think sometimes we don't see eye to eye on different boundaries that that can be made. Huh? That could be. I don't know. I guess only I don't. in certain cases. 
That'll be an interesting one. That'll be a fun one. But that's that's a couple weeks down the line. So. But uh but yeah. But I think this one was an interesting one that I I wanted to I wanted to just kind of put I, out there today. I do yeah. want to I do want you to touch base on one more thing that I don't Easily. think you really talked too, too extensively about. Can you name off like the what strategies you find? Like you said reading is mm-hmm. one that gets you out of depression. What else gets you out of depression? Yeah. Well, honestly, if it is nice outside, I really do like to go for a good walk. We were supposed to go I think like Friday, but then it turned out to not be very nice anyway, and you were supposed to podcast and so that walk got canceled. Mm-hmm. But um but I love I do really love going for a walk outside or going to my hammock outside when it's nice out pretty soon. Pretty soon. Yeah, and that like okay, you know, so, so the hammock is a real big one. Oh right? my god, that's I would a imagine huge one. that would be a great one. Yeah, or just sitting in the backyard. I mean, because mm-hmm. we've got a, a nice deck or so if you have any place that you can just hang out outside that's just great you know just listen to the nature sounds so even if you're not doing anything out there just hang out outside seriously because yeah. and one they actually i believe it's proven that like just having the sunshine on you actually yeah. lifts people's yeah, get spirits. the vitamin like, d yeah yeah so yeah so even if you can't um if you even if you don't have a good backyard or front yard or anything just go to the park when there's not kids there or if you do like kids who knows mm-hmm. So yeah, that that I think is a a really great thing, and and yeah, I I like uh, I'm a very kind of food kind of person. So if I can either order food or just go get a snack or something like that or a shake, maybe I'll go get a shake today <laughs> if my headache doesn't go away. <laughs> no, but but yeah, I like I like just a little treat. So whether it's warm out, I like to get you know, maybe ice cream or something, or if it's cold out, I like to get hot chocolate. So those are a few things that I like, or, or I'll put on a good movie and it might be a movie that, uh, that will force me to cry. That way I cry out all my shit and, and I can maybe get happy. Sometimes that, that actually does help. Um, I have a very good movie that, that I know I cry every single time. Cass and Dylan can't make it without crying. And, um, Otherwise, you know, and sometimes you just put on a happy movie too. Or I watch baking shows, happy baking shows. <laughs> Such a nerd. So those are those are some of my my cool ones. See, and like I all of mine revolve around just moving. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Well, and I do if I can, I like to do yoga. I, I haven't the other day, gosh, I, I'm so mad because I was feeling so much better Saturday. So I was like, ooh, Sunday I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna do yoga. And because my headache was feeling better and everything. And Sunday I woke up and, oh, dear Lord, my migraine. So I was like, this is why I can't plan things. See, and, and see, and I could see how yoga would be would be good. But I also think yoga, because yoga is one of those things where you're supposed to like really, really push. Well, and you don't get me wrong, all you, exercise, you're supposed to push yourself. But, but like going for a simple walk or a bike ride or something. Oh, but yoga you, is one you can... You don't have to always like push yourself. It's there's so many different levels. And the one right. that I follow, she she has some like a yoga for sick day. And I, I don't so, know okay, why so. I don't know why I didn't do that this week because I just thought about that as we were speaking. So I'm thinking maybe I'll do that um today. If yeah. if my head holds out, I gotta see. But yeah, I she's just got so many different levels that I should really be doing on days that I just feel less than good. Yeah, like I, I'm not 
saying that yoga isn't a good thing. I, I would just advise, like, r- know what do, you're doing. Yeah, like, don't try to push yourself to the next level in yoga. Right. You know, take a, like a, in something when you're not depressed that's super. I mean, like, almost comical for you to do. Right. Do to, like do, a do like a yeah. very basic yoga yeah, instead of trying I, to push yourself to the to the next pivotal point in your yeah. yoga journey believe me I've, I've tried that before and then i've like i started crying like why did i do this today right because you're just gonna it's you're gonna struggle mildly and it's only gonna yeah. make you more depressed do something you know you yeah. can do easily and that's like if you're a big bike rider don't try to break your previous best time yeah. bike riding just no. go for a bike ride that's <laughs> like that's the biggest thing is that you need to you need to do what makes you like you you can't do you you can't do a workout that that is that is going to be a big workout. Like you're going to do something that makes you happy for for working out. Like there, when we were in Florida, we we went biking, and all of a sudden, at one point, Eric looks back and he just sees me smiling, looking around, and I was like, I'm gonna enjoy this bike ride <laughs> today because because it was like on this this really cool island, and I'm like looking around and I'm like, you know what? Sometimes biking with Eric is intense. And today I really want to enjoy this <laughs> island. And that's what you should be doing if you're if you're exercising and you're depressed. Do that. Mm-hmm. You know, just just enjoy it. Don't don't go for biking like Eric bikes. Like and I know he enjoys his biking, but he's a good biker. Mm-hmm. I mean some people might not say it. No offense to you, Eric. I'm just saying he's a. Well, I'm an average biker, and Tracy's a below average biker. Exactly. If anything, so, so that's yeah. He's good compared to me. <laughs> I think he's really good, but uh, but yeah. So I I just I was like, no man, I'm gonna enjoy this bike, and and that's what you should do. You should enjoy whatever kind of exercise you're doing on those days. Don't do something. That's going to make you cry because I've made that mistake multiple times. Yeah. So it's Im- it's important to realize that if if you're really into yoga, you have your non-depressed yoga. Yes. Like You've this got is your- this is what we do when we're not depressed yoga because we're trying to push ourselves yeah. to the next level. Then we have a whole different level where this is our what we do for yoga. When we are depressed, because we're not trying to, we're not trying to break it into the next level. We're just, yeah. we're just doing it to get our body moving and to exactly. make us feel better. Exactly. Yep. So, and to make the cat happy because Sterling loves doing yoga with me. Yes, we we just had Sterling join us for the podcast. Mm-hmm. He's looking very happy and being quiet, surprisingly. So. So, but yeah, so. So this is why I wanted to get the podcast, this one, in today, because, like I said, you know, I, I, got, I got depressed when we got home for multiple reasons, and I thought, oh, this would be a really great one just to stick in there, because it's very, very personal, obviously. And, uh, you know, I think we all have our, our, different, um, our different ideas of how long it's okay to be depressed, and... And yeah, and and then we have our different ideas of obviously how to get out of that depression. And if you have any other ideas of how to get out of that depression, definitely send them to me. It's stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. Yeah, because, you know, we could be the two most inefficient people at getting out of depression. We really could be because, <laughs> I mean, hey, I sat on the couch a lot this past week, <laughs> but the cats liked it. 
But yeah, if you do have any other ways, I would love to hear them. Eric would love to hear them. So again, stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. And we are also on Instagram and Facebook. So you can find us there as well. Send us messages, comments on our pretty photos and our new videos that we have. So yeah, anything anything else that you would like to add, Eric? No, I think I've said enough. Oh, you never say enough. I'm just kidding. You always say way too much. <laughs> so, but next, in the next two weeks, uh, I will, I do promise we will do Neurodivergent Part 1 because I am really excited to to let you guys in on that journey of learning that that we found out. So, so yeah, we'll be back in two weeks for that. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you.